What brings you to satsang? What is the reason you're listening to this podcast? What do you think it will give you or what do you hope it will give you or what do you know it will give you, right? What do you really want? In examining this basic motivation in examining your desire for freedom intimately, closely, you can see for yourself what is the real motivation. What do you think it will give you? Will it magically erase all of your problems? Will it produce lasting happiness, nirvana, or do you secretly hope it will give you special powers? What is motivating you to look for freedom? And are you comparing what I say to other teachers, other gurus, other non-dual voices? Are you a seeker, a disciple, or a devotee? It's really those three categories. And a seeker just goes from teacher to teacher, teaching to teaching, might read a lot of spiritual books, but ends up in a conceptual realm of the mind and does not go deeper. A disciple is someone that hears the message of a particular teaching or lineage and listens intently to that particular teaching. That's a disciple. And a devotee is the person that not only finds a teaching that resonates or a teacher that resonates, but dive so deep into that teaching that that person actually becomes the teaching. And the essence of what this is, what this particular lineage is, is freedom is the teaching. The freedom you are is the teaching. And the more you become what you actually already are, the natural happiness of your being will be the predominant experience of life. That It's that simple. But you have to dive deep in order to realize or become the teaching. It doesn't just happen by clicking your fingers or having a moment of awakening. That begins a natural organic evolution. It's the beginning, but it certainly isn't the end. So a devotee becomes the teaching, abides in the teaching, hears the teaching on a profoundly deep level, and applies what the teacher and the lineage is transmitting right? It's a transmission. It's not a teaching the way we think of teaching. We go to school 
to learn things, to remember things, to hold on to things, to ideas and concepts. And this is knowledge. But freedom has nothing to do with knowledge. It's about wisdom transcendent of mind. This is the nature of freedom. It is transcendent of mind. It sees through the mind as non-existent. But it's not about learning the way we think of learning. So I'm not here to teach you anything. I'm not a teacher in the traditional sense of the word. I would more accurately be described as a pointer to the truth, a road sign of freedom. But I'm not a teacher in the classical sense of that word because I'm not giving you knowledge. I'm not offering something that you can add to your repertoire of spiritual wisdom. In actuality, I'm stripping away all of your spiritual wisdom, all of your spiritual concepts, and saying directly to you that in order for any teaching to live for you, you have to dive in deeply. You have to become the teaching. And this is in the context of non-dual teachings. Non-dual meaning that you are the omniscience that cannot be described with words. It can't be described with human language. But it can be directly experienced in the willingness to dive deep within yourself. This is the nature of this teaching and lineage and transmission. It is a transmission, a radiant transmission of the omniscience that you already are. It's a mirror reflecting back to you what you might not want to see. If you come to satsang and find yourself angry, this is the classic response to satsang because there is a deep confrontation of your ego and the ego is easily wounded, is sensitive. The ego blames other people, blames the teacher, blames the teaching for your inability to actually hear the teaching. So to hear this teaching deeply is to find out what is it that receives anything that you might hear. What receives the sound of the mantra or the sound of any song? What receives inside of you the sound of a motorcycle engine or a car or a dog barking, a child crying? What is that that receives the sound within you. This is a deeper inquiry. So this deep dive I'm talking about is essential if what you want is lasting happiness, eternal freedom, salvation, redemption. 
this deep dive into the truth of who you are, to see through the illusion of who you think you are. This is the essence of the teaching. So you have to be like a pearl diver. In ancient times and in some places around the world, they still do this. They dive deep into the ocean to find an oyster that might have a pearl inside. But the deep dive of this teaching and lineage, it's a dive so deep that you never return to the surface. You dive so deep that you never return to the surface. So you dive in so deep that the diver is lost and only the diver remains. You dive so deep that the diver is lost and only the diver remains. What does that mean? What am I pointing to? So a pearl is formed by a grain of sand that lands inside of an oyster, right? And this beautiful silky substance wraps around the irritant, right, which is the grain of sand. And within you, this sense of me or ego, the feeling that you are your body, is the irritant. It's the reason that you suffer. It is the root cause of all suffering. So if you're going to be a pearl diver seeking the pearl of wisdom, which is transcendent of mind, transcendent of knowledge, this is the indescribable realm of revelation, of realization, right? To dive in for the pearl of wisdom, you have to recognize that the ego is the grain of sand that can transform into a pearl if you dive deep and grab a hold of me, the feeling of me inside of you and you hold on so tight that you follow this me to its source. It's like there is this thread that goes deep inside your own heart and you hang on to that me until you discover directly the source, which is nothing that you can imagine. It is not a spiritual concept and there's many spiritual concepts that spring forth from this source that I'm pointing to. But your own direct experience is essential. Without the direct experience, all the ideas you have of freedom, self-realization, liberation, are just dry concepts, like dry leaves blowing in the wind. It's meaningless. It's dead. Or if you're basing your spiritual evolution on the wisdom you've collected along the way or the spiritual experiences of bliss that you might have experienced with other gurus or teachers, 
if you're basing your search on that, you will find yourself seeking and never finding the golden carrot of bliss or freedom. So you really have to throw out all ideas of bliss, all ideas of freedom, all ideas of happiness, because it's not a state that comes and goes. So really to end seeking, you have to get to this place of being really disgusted, tired of the games, tired of the spiritual games, the mundane games, tired of suffering, tired of the sadness, the fear, the anxiety, all of the things that plague you in your ordinary life. You have to be willing to surrender all of that to let go of the past and the future and dive deep now, right now, into this living presence of the heart, the eternal wisdom of now. And the way in is to grab hold of this me, to discover who are you? Really, who are you? What are your emotions? Do they last? What are you giving your attention to? Your emotions, your circumstances, thoughts? And then you wonder why you suffer. If you are giving your attention to thoughts that move through your mind, feelings that are constantly changing in your body, and your happiness is dependent on the people, places, and things of your life, you will suffer most of the time. Your life will be mostly miserable, which is 99.9% of the people on the planet. But there is another choice. I'm not just talking about lasting happiness because it's something to talk about. This is an actual reality, the only reality that can be discovered directly in the willingness to dive in so deeply that the diver is lost and only the diver remains this vast indescribable presence that you are but there is no return from a deep dive all the ideas of you vanish in the ocean of consciousness that you are. So there has to be this willingness to lose the me completely. Your name, your past, future, your potential future. So it's a deep meeting of death. Who dies? What dies? This is a deeper dive into the heart of consciousness, that which is eternal, that which is free, eternally free, eternally happy, a peace that surpasses all understanding, silence, a steady, constant state that no words can ever adequately describe is the essence of who you are and you can discover this directly in the willingness to stop the willingness to end the search and dive deep into the heart of this feeling of me until you land in the source you land in your own heart and you recognize on a very deep level 
that you are omniscient. You are the omniscient presence alive in the heart that is free of any feeling, any problem, any circumstance, any mood, any feeling, any idea. These are all changing. And what I'm pointing to is the changeless presence that is eternally and always here. Dive deep and see for yourself this eternal presence that you are and always will be. Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi, and I'll be talking to you again soon.